they were they're outside um, ministering to people and praying for people. And uh, Trenton came in and brought a couple of uh, uh, envelopes in, and but one of them was from our homeless community that took up a collection <laughs> to pay tithes this morning. So that's awesome. And uh, there's so many incredible stories going on. I'll, I'll tell you later, but let's pray. And then we're going right into video. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We glorify your name. And Lord, we ask you to multiply, Lord, the giving today to reach the needs, the needs in this community, in this city, in this nation, and around the world, around the world, Lord. We're reaching around the world today. We ask you, Lord, to supernaturally minister to those needs. Save people, Lord, we thank you. And we'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, this morning we're going to continue our series in Why Church Matters. And uh, if you want to get ready, uh, get Acts chapter 12, verse 6 and verse 19. Get that ready. Uh, I don't know if I've made um, enough yet or, or told you uh, anything about this, but we would like to do communion at the end of the message. So get some kind of juice and a... Uh, a wafer, if you're outside and you've driven up right now, you can get them. We have them in here. We have the, uh, the communion thing, so uh, get ready for that in a little bit later. But Acts chapter 12, verse 6 through 19, and I've titled this, When God Answers, Get Up Quickly. When God Answers, Get Up Quickly. So let's turn there as a family uh, uh, Maybe you're in your home and, and uh, uh, there's the families around and everything. You guys could all get in and look at one Bible or, or share a bunch of different Bibles. But here we go. Acts chapter 12, verse 6. Now, when Herod was about to bring him out, on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him, and a light shone in his cell. He struck Peter on the side, woke him, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off of his hands. And the angel said to him, Dress yourself and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know what was being done by the angel was real but thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them. 
of its own accord. And they went out and went along one street. Immediately the angel left him. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all the Jewish people were expecting. When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice and her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. They said to her, you are out of your mind. But she kept uh, insisting that it was so, that, and, and they kept saying, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison, and he said, tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you, God. We give you praise. We, we just glorify your name. Thank you, God. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your miraculous intervention in our life. Thank you that you love us even more than we love ourselves. And Lord, people today need to hear this. They need to hear. They need to hear that you answer prayer. We thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So here's the deal. God answers prayer. And what I want to deal with today is what we do when he answers the prayer. Now, this that I just read you is a true story. I'm going to tell you another true story that is amazing, too. I'm going to tell you everything I'm saying is true, but this really happened. This is an event that happened to Peter, and he uh, related it to the church. It's a real thing, but listen to this. This is crazy. Okay, so Herod is angry, uh, and he has James, who's the son of, uh, or the brother of John, he has him killed with the sword. And so he's killed. And when he sees that everybody's happy about that, then he grabs Peter and he throws Peter into jail. Now, Herod is doing this. Um, you may have opposition, things happening to you, and you can name that person. Please don't name them right now. But you can name them and say, oh, they, they offended me. Oh, they're persecuting me. Oh, they're mad at me. Oh, they're doing all kinds of bad stuff to me. You can name that person. But I've, I've got a revelation for you. This is a revelation for you. Point number one today is this. Number one, we fight against a real enemy. We fight against a real enemy. And I want to expose that enemy to you out of the scriptures. Um, Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 12, Finally, be strong in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness 
against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Maybe, uh, you know, in the last few months, you've, you've, you've not uh, known what your enemy is, who your enemy is, and, 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 and who is coming against you. And it's some unknown disease. It's, uh, uh, it's the government because they've made you stay in and, or, or you've lost your job, you've been furloughed. You're, you're not sure who the enemy is. I need to be really specific with you right now when you're praying that the enemy is not flesh and blood, but spirits and principalities of this world. We fight not against flesh and blood. Herod had James killed, and somebody killed him with a sword, but you fight not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities. And when Herod found this out, and the spirits and principalities are like, hey, this is a great ideal, and then they tell him, we are glad that you killed that James. Then he says, well, let's, let's imprison, let's imprison Peter. And let me tell you, I'm not going to make a mistake like that Jesus guy. We're going to do something really cool. We're going to put two sets of chains on him tied to two guards. When he sits down, he's got a guy on each side of him. And when they're on each side of him, they're they're right up against him, sleeping with him. But not only that, there's centurions, they're guards outside of the cell. There's somebody every few feet. There is no way this guy is going to get out of prison. And maybe you feel trapped. You feel like everything's come against you. And I want you to know, first of all, we fight against a real enemy. You really have an enemy. Herod killed the, the James, the brother of John, with a sword. And then it pleased the people, so then he took Peter in. You see, verse 5 says, and this is a great, this is an awesome verse. Maybe I should read it. Here we go. So Peter was kept in prison. Wait for it. But earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. This is it, you guys. We fight not against flesh and against blood. We have a real enemy. And that enemy is defeated in earnest prayer. Earnest prayer for Peter. Earnest prayer is our weapon against the evil one. Earnest prayer is our weapon against the enemy. Earnest prayer. Earnest prayer. Let me talk about that for a minute. And I'll, I'll talk later about it. But um, there are times, and maybe right now, maybe you're, you're the only one that's listening to this video right now and you're in, a, you're in your room or you're in a, a, a secluded place. There are times that we're alone. And that's, to me, when you can get earnest. Or sometimes you can get earnest with the group. But it's the earnest prayer is, Hey, God, I'm not messing around. I'm praying for a miracle in Jesus' name. Tell me no if you want, but I'm going to pray and pray and pray and pray until some answer comes. A lot of times, people stop praying 
and no answer has come. There's not a yes, there's not a no. And well, you know what that tells me? Go, go, go. You go, you are earnest. You say, Lord, I pray. I just pray, God, for a miracle. You know, I heard at the beginning of this year, increase. And all around me, I'm seeing increase constantly. We've increased people that are in, watch our services right now. We've increased in our tithes and offering and missions. We've increased in giving to the poor. We've increased in our personal finances and in, in, in my family and everything. We've increased in talking to people. We've increased in salvations. And God answers prayer because I pray constantly every day, Lord, increase. I don't know, you gave me the word, but I just pray, increase, increase. I don't understand. They're telling everybody to stay in their house and isolate, but I pray for increase in Jesus' name. And I'm seeing increase constantly. You see, after you know who the enemy is and you have earnest prayer going out, point number two is this. When God answers, get up quickly. When God answers, get up quickly. Let me go to verse 7. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him, and a light shone in his cell, and he struck Peter on the side and woke him up, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off of his hand. So here's, here's, here's the thing. And maybe you can see me. I don't know. I practice. And Peter is just hanging out, and he's like, <sighs> he's asleep, it's nighttime. There's a dude over here and a dude over here, and he's got chains around him. And all of a sudden, an angel just, dude, what? And he wakes up, and the chains fall off. This is the important part. Sometimes God answers, and we stand there like, no. And he was in a hurry. He said, when those chains fell off, he said, hey, get up quickly. I've got these guys out. Get up quickly. So he got up quickly. He got out. He started walking out door after door after door. And every door opened. Every escape area was open for Jesus. You see, when God answers, get up quickly. Move when God answers. You're healing. You, you guys have heard me say, hey, put your hands on where you're sick. And when, when you do that and you feel like you're getting healed, you feel, move quickly and say, hey, pastor, I feel, I feel like I'm getting healed right now. I'm, I'm, healing is flowing to me. When God heals you, move quickly. Get up and say, hey, I've been healed. Also, when God moves and you've been praying, and I have I was, we were praying for a few years. We're down to one vehicle. And I was like, God, this family here, we need more than one vehicle. And now there's seven of us in the house. And boy, more than one would be good. And we prayed and prayed and prayed for a couple years. But then things started opening. And immediately I had to move quickly. I said, yes, 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 yes. Every time someone said, well, do you want this? Do you want? Yes, yes, yes. And God gave us four times the amount of what we already had because he answered quickly. I was praying for provision, 
And the Lord provided more than enough. But sometimes I think that we're praying and the answer comes and we're hesitating because we don't believe that it's real, that it's really happening. You see, this leads me to the one about salvation. If you are listening and you've never accepted Christ and you're like, man, something's happening. Todd, something inside me is just like, ah, oh, and, and I don't know what's going on. Move quickly and confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Say right now, I believe in you, Jesus. Tell somebody, text somebody. Say, I am saved. Say it out loud with your, your mouth right now. I am saved by the blood of Jesus. You see, let someone know that you're saved. In verse 15, Rhoda, who, Rhoda, if you're watching, Rhoda Sapho, hello, God bless you. But there's a lady named Rhoda in verse 15 that she went to the door to answer the door because Peter was knocking. And when he was knocking, she heard his voice and she was like, that's Peter. She forgot to open the door. Sometimes God's knocking on our door and we forget to open the door, but he's knocking on the door. She forgot to open the door and she went back and she kept insisting earnest prayer works. They're, they're in there. They're in, the, they're in this room. Jesus, we pray you deliver Peter in the name of Jesus. Come on, Jesus. We, we know you can deliver Peter. Deliver Peter. And Rhoda walks in. Hey, it works. Your prayers are answered. Oh, no, you're crazy. Shut up. Does uh, anybody realize, anybody uh, relate to that? I totally relate to that. I'll give you a story in a minute where I relate to that. But they kept telling her, you must be crazy. You're out of your mind. Church prayer works. Peter kept continuing knocking on the door on earnest prayer. Now, I want to tell you a story. I said I'd, I'd relate a story with you. This guy's been on CNN, CBS, ABC. Different uh, channels have had Greg Mundus. He's our missions director. I want to get his title completely right here. He's the AG World Mission Executive Director. And on March 18th, he went into the hospital. Couldn't hardly breathe and a lot of stuff. On March 19th, they intubated him. He went into uh, an induced coma, and they were breathing for him. Later on, they were even, uh, they had a dialysis machine on him. They had lots of things going on him. The reason that he was on um, national media for a while is his son is a doctor, and his son was interviewed, and his son actually tried a new uh, a combination of two drugs. You probably know what they are. But he put those in him, and as soon as they put them in his IV, he began to respond, and he was able to respond uh, mechanics and move and everything. And so he was turning around. And then we started, so every day my wife was uh, very uh, faithful with uh, looking at the blog of the sun every day. And we would pray, her and I together would pray. But after a while, after a few weeks, it started going down. And even the sun, who's a doctor, is like, yeah, I don't... I don't think dad's coming back from this, man. I don't think it's going to happen. 
And then something touched me because I felt the same way. I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I'm wasting my prayers. And I started seeing people on uh, Facebook, and there were ministers that I knew that I loved. They had their uh, caps on backwards, and they said, we're putting on a rally cap for Greg Mundus. And they said, we're praying that he can do it. And I'm like, but it's so dark. I mean, all the things are bad. And, but they're praying. And I'm like, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Let's start earnest prayer again. So start doing earnest prayer. Start praying. I want to I tell you something um, this morning. That on March 18th, he was found positive with COVID. March 19th, he went into ventilator, sedated for weeks. When the son, that is a surgeon, began to lose hope. But on May 1st, day 46, listen to this. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you first everything that they took out of him. They took out a catheter, a feeding tube, and a tracheostomy. And then on this day, May the 1st, he ate biscuits, gravy, eggs, orange juice, hamburger, milkshake, and a donut. The man is back when you're eating a donut. He is talking. In fact, his son said, you can't shut him up. He is, he, he is eating. I'm telling you, do you know how this story started out in chapter 12? The guy they loved was killed. You might have had the worst thing in your life happened recently. That does not mean that you can't pray for the next guy that's about to come up in that situation and pray for a miracle. I'm sure they prayed for James and he was stabbed with a sword. But they began to earnestly pray for Peter and miracles happened. You have to move quickly. See, after you do these two things, which is we fight against the real enemy, and when God answers, get up quickly. Number three is this. Tell them that the answer is prayer. Tell everyone that the answer is prayer. We fight not against flesh and blood. It's not about getting back, revenge, hurting somebody that's hurting us. The answer to your situation is prayer. Come to God in prayer. Say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, I want heaven right now. We live heaven right now. Lord, I want your will, your perfect will right now. Verse 17 tells us this. These things to James. James, the son of Alphaeus, took over after James was martyred. So he says, tell them this. He said, tell James and the disciples. He says, tell James. And the, he says, tell James and the disciples. You got to get this. Peter just came out of a miracle. But I guarantee you they were bawling and very upset that James was killed. James was their bro. 
He was a disciple. They loved him. And they're like, we're the children of God. How can we be killed like that? And Peter knew after walking with Jesus that Jesus came not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He didn't come to destroy people. He came to elevate people and lift people up. And Peter wanted to say, even if your prayers don't seem to be answered, they are answered. Be encouraged. Be strengthened. You see, encourage one another. I'm, I'm going to uh, end here in a little bit. And uh, I feel like I preached a lot, but maybe I haven't. We've got a, a little bit of time. But I, I know I've, I've talked a lot. I mean, I've, I've yelled and moved a lot. Here's the reason. And it's this reason. We fight not against flesh and blood. We have a real enemy, but that enemy is attacked in prayer, in devotion, in loving God. We have a Jesus that not only we can talk to, but he says, I'll send my spirit and he will be with you and he will be in you. We have a Jesus that when we are tied between two people, that he hits us on the side and says, hey, get up, get up. Time to go. Time to do something. I felt that after they said we couldn't have service. And, they, and I'm like, what? How can that be? And the next day I went on Facebook Live, which I've never been on in my entire life, and every day I'm here bugging you guys continually and you're seeing my face and you're hearing my voice because I knew it's time to get up quickly. Get up quickly. God is answering a prayer that you didn't even know he was answering. God is answering a prayer for you. You have to get up quickly and then tell them the answer is prayer. Some of you might have lost a loved one recently. Some of you might have had a, 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 a typical thing like James where somebody was killed and something died in your life. And, and it's sad. And there was a mourning time. And then maybe even you've been unjustly put into a situation by two prison guards. And you have chains around you. Double chains. Right now, Jesus wants to hit you on the side and loose those chains, and it's time to get up. I'm speaking to you this morning prophetically. Get up. Get up out of that. Get up right now. Accept Jesus. Let me tell you, you might have clicked on here, and you're surprised. The guy's jumping around and yelling, and you're like, what's going on? But I can't stop watching because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ was crucified on a cross. He was murdered. He died and was buried in a tomb. And on the third day, he rose from the dead and he defeated death, hell, and the grave, forgiving you and me of our sins. And it says in the Bible, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead, 
you will be saved. This morning, that you just do that with me right now. Just, just put your hands out and just say, Jesus, I ask you to forgive me. I confess that you're real. I put you as King and Lord and Savior of my life. I love you, Jesus. Amen. And if you said that this morning, we're going to go immediately into something else, which is this. We're going to go into communion. And uh, maybe around the table you guys have uh, congregated, or maybe you're in the living room, maybe you're in your bedroom. But if you have a piece of bread and you have some juice, I want to receive and take communion with you this morning as we do every morning, every Sunday. And on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it and he said, this is my body that is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Would you take that right now? Take it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yes. And this morning, um, take that which represents the juice or the blood, actually the blood of the Lamb. Jesus said, this is my blood of a new covenant. This is the blood that was shed for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you, Jesus. Would you take that with me this morning? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 